you're on In Joke at Sin 90.7. And now we've got an exciting interview coming up. Yep. Yeah, it's with uh, Alex Shooter-Williamson, also known as the loosest Aussie bloke. Uh, how are you doing, Alex? You better be excited. Oh, I was <laughs> hoping you were excited. Oh, of course we are, man. It's not every day, not every day we get a legend like you, Anne. Um, <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> how you been? How you been? How's the? You've got a tour right now. The so wrong, uh, it's wrong tour. How's how's that been going? It's been getting some good responses. Uh, there's some sick individuals, obviously, out there in Australia, and we're well aware. We're well aware. Are you know, you? These sort of characters, yeah. but um, yeah, are you a little bit like? Good. Sorry, are you a little bit far away from your phone or? Uh, no, I'm, I'm here, I'm talking right into it. I'm screaming into it. Do I sound a little, a little bit distant? Yeah, I'll just put the sound up a little bit. I think that's all right now. Um, give, give that a crank. It might be because I'm on my farm walking about in the sticks. <laughs> <and reading, laughs> yeah, yeah. We just got our first telephone call. We're working oh, okay. on it. You know, I thought I heard a cow. We can hear yeah, all that. Yeah, <laughs> Got all the animals you'd ever ask for. But yeah, you've been getting some good reviews. You mentioned also that you've you've taken it overseas as well. What's the response been like overseas? Well, it's it's pretty nutty, man. Um, they they seem to be into it. Um, one thing I have to do, which always irritates me, is slow down how I speak. I <laughs> love to speak because I'm from the country. You know, I have to read a Harry Potter book out loud in three minutes. You know, when I get on a roll. <laughs> And that's and that's and people say when I go overseas I have to slow down like I'm talking at an old folks home or something like that. But when I come back to Australia after doing gigs in the UK, it's great because I just get to rattle through the words, and everyone's like, "Yeah, I get what this bloke's on about." So there's no like trouble adjusting to like speeding up. <laughs> there's a few changes. No, there is some. There's, there is some minor adjustments that have to be made. For example, I um I had to switch out. Um, a few Australian references that might have gone over their heads over there. Um, um, I tried. Um, there's, you know, there's a joke, and the punchline is just the punchline of the joke is Shannon Knoll. Uh, <laughs> I just wouldn't get it. Uh, yeah, so you guys get. I thought Shannon Knoll was over but um, okay. So I just sort of had to switch Shannon Knoll out for their crap thing, which is country <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um now a lot of people would know you from um your online presence you've got a bunch of youtube videos a bunch of facebook videos um but where did it all start for you did it start online or were you doing stand-up before that um i was doing like your triple j raw comedy which is has mm. been a good starting point for a lot of gone out and made it work for themselves eventually. I do highly recommend that as a nice little easy training ground to find your feet and get yourself out there because that certainly gave me a bit of confidence. Mm. Um, but then the video thing came along. I remember YouTube came out the year that I finished high school, you know, like 2006. And I remember my mate, my mate showing me, he's like, you got to see this, like, this video streaming thing and it was you just showed me a video of some journalist getting stabbed or something like that and I was, like, <laughs> I was like this is awesome but they don't have those videos on there anymore obviously but back in the day I thought this is great and so I, I was able to just upload all the ordinary videos I'd done at high school um, straight onto YouTube and that was so you know I had sort of a few sleeves straight away 
Yeah. And that was just weird stuff, like me lip-syncing um, Breaking the Habit by Linkin Park. <laughs> just, weird, just weird stuff like that. It's so weird, I don't even want to think about it. Um, um, so you were like a pioneer, though. A, pi- a YouTube pioneer. That, that's right. That's right. That's right. They'll be doing documentaries about me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, someone might use you as, like a, as a reference in their essay. Can you imagine that? Like, you know, reference to this oh, classical media yeah, on I YouTube. Doubt be, I doubt that'd be anything appropriate that you could ever reference in your typical essay that I've said. So, so the name of the show, um, So Wrong It's Wrong. Bit of, bit yeah. of a tautology there, but also... I think, like, with the names of comedy shows, you you have to come up with them a long time in advance. Is that the is that the case? Yeah, I like to have a couple of uh, potential ones sort of saved in my notes. Maybe, like, a good few months out before we do it. Um, a lot of people try to do puns with their names. <laughs> That's, like, a really key thing. Um... Mind you, I haven't thought very hard, but I, I, I think um, I think yeah, what I've got to say when it's wrong. That pretty much kills it. That pretty much you sort of know what you're in for. You know what you're in for. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, so you mentioned raw comedy. Um, how yeah. how far did you get in that? I got to I got to be a state finalist. So, no, you know, no. I think that means I made through a couple of heat, and that was, mind you, that wasn't the first time. That was the third year that I attempted ah. it, and you get you get three cracks at it, you know. So I did two fairly ordinary ones, and then a third that was probably still pretty ordinary, but um, good enough for them to yeah. give me the sympathy vote and speak me through. And um, <laughs> they were all really weird. They were they were all really the most eclectic bunch of people you'll ever see that made that state final all like one was a lawyer one was some weird guy with a million piercings on his face that tattooed his face like on the page as part of his set <laughs> yeah there was a bit of everything to be honest um, but that's not like what was it like also because I've seen the video of you um, into, when you went to LA and you were interviewing like a bunch of oh, yeah. uh, Hollywood celebrities what, what experience was that that's got to be surreal meeting all of those guys it was, man. It was always really tripped out. You know, these people like that, you know, in your head when you grow up in Australia, you sort of, you know, I was obsessed with Star Wars. And not for a second did I think I'd meet Harrison Ford at any time in my life. Like, you're not just going to see a Matt Coles or Woolworths or something one day. So, it's, yeah, to sort of, I guess, you know, even just have a little interaction with some of these people who shaped who I am as a person and what I'm really into as a, as a creative um, was pretty mind-blowing. And I took it for granted, I think, a little bit because I was just a, a young kid um, thinking this will last forever. And then uh, they were like, fine, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Jeez. And, like, some of them, like, when you'd ask them questions, like, <laughs> they're pretty full-on questions. They just seem so shocked by um, by some of the things you say. Yeah, I couldn't help myself. I mean, my, it was it would always really upset my radio station. <laughs> interview with Brad Pitt for Moneyball or some movie, and I just asked some really, really weird questions that would just flip them out. And I'm like, nothing. Uh, I think I weirded them out. Sorry. <laughs> um, so you're like part of that new generation of comics that sort of got hugely popular on online like you and Neil Kohatka 
um, yep. and Frenchie, and you've been on videos with them. So is there any, like, tips for people in that industry that want to switch between YouTube and stand-up? Yeah, well, I can tell you right now, the stand-up thing does take time and um, take time and uh, and dedication, you know. It's not something, you know, as much as you might have a viral video overnight, which seems to be how it happens for a lot of people, um, it's not necessarily you're not going to have those skills straight away on stage because they're two very different crafts and they both need their, um, um, their designated hours to sort of really get a full mastery of uh of the craft if you will um and i find stand-up is just it took a little bit longer but now i've, I've, I've really got it humming now and that's been about seven years worth of doing an hour different hour solo show every year so it definitely takes time but yeah but the youtube stuff's just such a great thing as well to have as a, a little weapon up to save too you know they won't they bounce off each other you can promote your shows with one and um you know, develop your characters for your videos on stage, and it goes both ways. It is quite similar. Awesome. Yeah, it's great to already have that kind of built-up YouTube or, like, social media media following when you start kind of promoting your shows and everything. Um, Absolutely. That's how Ed Sheeran sold Probably just one tweet or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard um, Ed Sheeran did... Uh, 365 shows in a year or something just at pubs just going around oh so he's done his hard yards there you go <laughs> that's a fair effort that's a fair effort um and, and also you know um your nickname is Shooter um yeah why is that um well people think it's all quite often think it's something weird it's something I have got wicket and cricket and I kicked goals in football. I was, you know, the guns in my hand, like, here I am. Just like, it's just pretty lame, really, but that's, that's what someone just gave me that nickname because so it's never a, wondered that far. So it's not even a comedian name, it's an, an athlete name. It's, it's from the footy club, you're dead right. Yeah. Footy club, yeah. There you go. Anyway, um, if people want to, you know, catch your show, where you're doing another show in, in Melbourne, I believe. I am. Uh, it's in May, so it's coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend um, on a Friday night at the Athenaeum. So if you were away for Easter weekend, paying your tribute to Jesus and various other gods, <laughs> you can come and see me uh, next week because uh, it was sold out when I was in Melbourne just in April, so a few people did. Sweet. Um, and we're going to go to a song now. Is there any song that you'd you'd like to request? Um. Yeah. Tears for fears. Everybody. Everybody wants to rule the world. Something eighty. Okay. How come? Dig around. I don't know if you got that on Spotify. All right. Yes, for it. Tears for fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. Well, look, we're going to go to that song now. Um, thanks for talking to us, Alex. Thanks for your time. And, nah, anytime, uh, boys. And best of luck uh, Best of luck with the show. No, thanks. Beyond, appreciate it. No worries, mate. All the best. See ya. See ya.